0: Music sounding good, sounding good. Right. What's going on, guys? Welcome in to the DNVR show, the DNVR Nuggets podcast. We are presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use the code DNVR when you sign up and download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. It's officially the all-star break. We're here still working, though. Uh, the two-man game with super producer Kale sitting in for some of this show, I bet. Uh, it's me, Harrison Wind, also. Joined by D-line, you know him as Eric. That's so, right, man. How is your All-Star break treating you so far?
1: No rest for the wicked. That's all I have to say. We the wicked get no rest at all. The Denver Nuggets are all getting uh, what I would call very deserved rest, except for Nikola Jokic. But you and I, we 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 travel forward. We we don't take breaks here. Yes,
0: yeah, so we we have no off-season. We have no All-Star break. <laughs> although I am getting out of town this weekend. Excited for that. Um, but yeah, we're still here. We got a lot to talk about today. We'll go over the news of the day. ESPN just released their second MVP straw poll. We'll talk about where Nikola Jokic ranks in that. And then we'll also get into some of the best moments from the pre-All-Star break portion of the regular season. One of which I think we saw last night that that we can talk about some more. Uh, but the news of the day, D-line. The news of the day busy bones bones highland is officially a rising star he is selected as an injury replacement he'll be in the clorox rising stars game at all star weekend <laughs> the
1: clorox rising stars uh, that is the maybe the worst sounding name of all time uh, which makes bones officially better than michael porter jr who never got to be part of the rising stars challenge uh, i keep, i mean honestly it seemed weird when he didn't get the invite the first time, but he just w- wasn't playing. So, I guess it's not really not that weird. But I'm I'm stoked he's there, dude. But you know, a game like that, like that is going to be a Hoopers paradise and Bones is absolutely going to shine.
0: I know. I mean, there's nothing that caters to Hoopers more than the <laughs> Rising Stars game. You can say what you want about the All-Star game. For the first 3 quarters, it's just kind of a pickup game and then the fourth quarter they play some defense. The Rising Stars game maybe it will be different because of this new format but that is just like uh it's not even a game at Rucker Park it's more like a game at your local YMCA you know <laughs> just know. no defense just oh. hoopers balling out <laughs> on <of them. laughs>
1: just hoopers doing like hoopers do do you remember when Kenneth Farid was the MVP of this uh game which actually yes. makes no sense is is Kenneth Farid a Hooper
0: uh, ugh, that's a tough one. I know, that's a tough one, right? <laughs> he's like neither a hooper or a basketball What player. is he? <laughs> I guess
1: that maybe that's why he's out of the league. <laughs>
0: just a pure athlete. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You know who also won MVP of the Rising Stars game once upon a time? Jamal Murray. Oh my God.
1: It's a legacy. It is what you do to become Denver royalty. Uh, Bones is just another long, another in the, in the procession of... Rising Star MVPs, I'm certain. I'm going to bet every dollar
0: I have on this. Uh, Also, another former participant in the Rising Stars game, Damian Lillard. So, (laughs) Jones Highland, he's on track.
1: Was he an MVP or is he just a participant?
0: Uh, Let me see here. (laughs) He participated in the Rising Stars Challenge, finished with 18 points, three rebounds, and five assists. And? I do not think he won MVP. Uh,
1: well, then Bones won't be MVP. I guess that's that's what we know about that. There we go. Yeah.
0: Doesn't have the <laughs> highest expectations to shoot for, but maybe that's a good thing. Um, no, I'm, I'm excited because it's clearly something he wanted. Yeah. You know, this is actually perfect for Bones because he can still say he's motivated from getting stubbed uh, because he was kind of still snubbed because – He's an injury replacement. He didn't actually get voted in, so he can still say he's snubbed. But now he also gets the enjoyment of going there, so he still has that motivation. It's still you know driving him, but he also gets to you know enjoy that Rising Stars game at All Star Weekend. I love
1: that he gets to take out his like chip on his shoulder, uh, anger in the game that he was snubbed from (laughs) he could actually make a point in that game it doesn't even he have to doesn't have to take like his whole career trying to prove him wrong like tom brady like he can take care of business right away just make them all regret that they didn't invade him in the first place
0: yeah uh so that will (laughs) definitely be um exciting to see monte morris just broke the news in his post-game interview last night he was like yeah Jokic is going (laughs) to all-star weekend bones is going there too i was like wait what what
1: did what can Monte do? He's a newsbreaker, a game winner, uh, a mayor, um, a, a nugget, I guess. Like what? What? What can this man not do? He's also dating Amber Rose. He's a man about town. Monte Morris. Have we underestimated Monte Morris? Like we all think yeah. the world of him, but are we not giving him enough credit for all of the things he has to offer?
0: I mean, he's he's multi talented. <laughs> he's well-versed in everything unbelievable Uh, a representative for the city
2: monte has somehow figured out how to like be an nba celebrity while also living in denver and that's a hard thing to do well he's not like a
1: celebrity celebrity he's like uh he's like an nba liaison like he is in he's in the middle of everything i don't think that anybody outside of denver knows who he is except for everybody in the nba he's a celebrity to the nba But not to the NBA fan. Um, It's remarkable. And I just, all I'm left with is that we're just not giving him enough credit for, and we
0: already give him tons of credit. It's unbelievable. Mayor of Chopper Circle. Let's go. The mayor of Chopper Circle. No, (laughs) I wrote that exact thing, D line, on the dnvr.com last night. What? He's the Nuggets liaison. I said that verbatim. What? Like, it's so funny. Monte knows everybody in the NBA. And even when college guys come into ball arena to work out for the nuggets in the pre-draft like monte morris has been in the league for five years it's not even like he was just in college but right. somehow all these guys know monte you know one of the questions that everybody gets lobbed at these pre-draft workouts like oh do you know anybody on the nuggets have you talked to anybody on the team blah 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 every time it's monte, monte. morris oh yeah i what, know monte all
1: right how does he i mean i i know i do know that Real G's move in silence like lasagna. But how is it that Monte Morris is able to become the? uh, I mean, I guess we'll just say it again: the liaison to all of the NBA. How is he networking at such a high clip? Is he is this social media based? Is he going to events such as the Clorox Rising Star Challenge, just uh, you know, campaigning and champagne or whatever?
0: I think he's just got his foot in a lot of different circles he played in college for four years so he built you know four years worth of relationships there with with guys around the country just playing against them and i think he in the summer just travels around and plays pickup at a lot of places so um unreal see because i
1: was in college for four years and i i met like four guys and i don't (laughs) keep in touch with any of them (laughs) Also, is just like a
0: cool guy you know he's just, oh that's he's the cool guys
1: that's he's, the difference okay <laughs> just somebody you want in your circle that is definitely um, the difference yeah. there it is
0: yeah. but he also is the nuggets liaison in the fact that when the nuggets bring a new player onto the team yeah when the nuggets sign a player or they trade for a player one of tim connelly's first texts is to monte morris and he texts Monte that guy's number. Oh my God. And then Monte reaches out to that guy. This is what happened with Faku two years ago. The guy moves his whole family over from Europe. One of the first texts he gets after the deal becomes <laughs> official with Denver is from Monte. He welcomes him to the city, welcomes him to the team. He is the liaison.
1: Do we have any doubt that that uh, message that he sent was delivered in perfect Espanol? Like, it was done... <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, he, he, what, yeah. it wasn't even like he was like, hey, welcome. Like, he meets everybody on their level. Man, that Monte Morris. Holy smokes.
0: Yeah. So, like I was saying with Bones, Nuggets will have their second representative at All-Star Weekend. Here's the Rising Stars team he's going to be on. We've got LaMelo Ball. We've got Scotty Barnes. We've got Iyo Desunmu. We've got Chris Duarte. Oh, I think he's injured, though. Uh, Scoot Henderson from the G League Ignite, Bones, Jonathan Kaminga, and Jaden McDaniel's. So that's who.
1: Scoot Henderson, Bones I've Island's never heard this name. That, Scoot Henderson sounds like uh, somebody that was in Leave It to Beaver. Like he was <laughs> like the neighbor, like uh, Wally and Scoot Henderson across the way. <laughs> yeah,
0: he, he's a great. He's got a great name. He's potentially the number one pick. Not. This coming draft, but in 2023, oh wow, he's potentially the number one pick. So he's super young. I think he's only 17 still. God damn. Right. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. Good old Scoot. We'll look forward to that. Yeah, so that'll be fun to watch uh, this weekend at the Rising Stars game. I believe that's that game is Friday. fun, man. Yeah,
1: that game is like fun. It's like so ridiculous, but it's not like the All Star game where these guys have literally nothing to prove. These guys. These young guys have everything to prove, but they still play like the most absurd pickup slash Rucker Park slash YMCA game. But there's like a little bit to it. It's like a lot more, yeah. um, you know, like they're, they're, they're actually interested in winning, which
0: is cool. Yeah. So we'll see what happens in that game this weekend. I also want to get to some more news of the day. ESPN, oh, the boy. worldwide leader, oh. they released their second MVP straw poll, the second time they've done it this season, where they surveyed 100 media members, 100 likely voters to try to simulate where the all-star race is at at this point. The first time they did this, Steph Curry was the runaway winner. Now, this was back, (laughs) I think, still in 2021 when the Warriors just got out to this ridiculous start and, and Curry was like the clear favorite. But here's where the race stands right now. Uh, according to, like I said, 100 potential voters. So, I mean, it's not exactly the people who vote on the MVP award at the end of the season, but usually this straw poll is pretty, pretty accurate, at least last year it was when Jokic won in a runaway. So Joel Embiid has got 45 first-place votes. Nikol Jokic got 43. The big news, I think, to come out of this, though, is that five voters – left Nikola Jokic off their ballot entirely eric i don't want to hear any whining I, I don't want to hear that out of you today but what's your reaction to that um
1: okay my reaction is that the mvp race is the single greatest creator of content in the nba it is a argument you can have the duration of the nba season and it will never be resolved until the very end it's also based entirely on just people's what they think should happen there's no like hard and fast way to figure out how people are going to vote i mean that's just what it comes down to it's completely subjective um i do think that more often than not like people don't like to vote the same person in two times in a row even though this happens all the time i just think that there's like a it, it
0: just happened i mean Giannis it tol- just back to it, back yes it's tol-
1: like like you have to like absolutely make it no there, there you have to remove all doubt i believe to yeah. make that happen like so and i also think that joel Embiid is having a great year it's just that Jokic, we know is having a fantastic year this is just i think a lot of um the combination of like i said like i think some people are like all right like i wanted to vote for mb last year but he was hurt so now that he's not hurt i get to vote for him and they have a better you know place in the standings which is like something you can always like revert back to even though Jokic is having the uh, statistically the greatest season ever recorded. I think that should be worth something, frankly, personally, but, uh, you know, I'm not a voter. So, uh, <laughs> that's, I guess those are my reactions. Um, I, 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 unless, but I also feel like unless Embiid gets goes down for any amount of time, like I think he's definitely in the, in the driver's seat.
0: Yeah. Um, look, I think Jokic should be the MVP right now, but I'm not surprised that Embiid is leading this. I, I I think he should be the favorite right now just in terms of how i think the voting is gonna go and the biggest reason why is what you just said voter fatigue like that's a real thing especially in the case of niko Jokic, where we know a lot of people didn't want to vote for him last year and just did because he played in all 82 games now the five people that left him off the ballot entirely like i need those names I, we need to make those names public. I need to know who those people are. I know. I need right? to Wait, hit up this... Tim Bontemps and, and find out.
2: This is what I came on here to complain about. I want to wine, Harrison. I want to wine. Yeah, we, wine should, we should be this able to wine. Is, I want to wine. This is the whining
0: lounge. This is the whining lounge. Wine, whine wine away?
2: If you don't have Nikola Jokic in your top five yeah, this season doing? after he's putting up the, as Eric just said, statistically the greatest season ever,
0: why, why do you deserve to have a vote? That sucks. Those are the people who were so pissed they had to vote for Nikola Jokic last year. They're taking it out on him this year. Like that's the only (sighs) explanation.
1: That's I mean that's what this goddamn thing is. Like the best part about sports is that what happens between the lines like happened. It's it's unarguable. Like the team won the won the game. The ball went through the hoop. This stuff is like. All right, like who has an agenda? Like what are we talking about? Like clearly, like not everybody is approaching this with, uh, you know, truthful and pure intent. Uh, If you could, if you could find a way to leave Jokic off the top five, I mean that the the amount of mental gymnastics it takes to be able to do that is jarring. So again, like you say, these are not the actual voters, so there probably is, you know. I would think, as we saw last year, even though it felt like it was close, like, Jokic, in the end, it was not close at all. Like, the people that were voting voted in a way that uh, you could defend without uh, it just coming down to, like, I just like this guy better. This feels like I just like this guy better, you know, at this point.
0: Yeah, this feels like it's Joel beat's time. Like, that's what it feels like. It's, totally. it's his time. Maybe he could have contended last year if he didn't get hurt, but he's healthy. It's his time. That's what it feels like to me. So, like I was saying, I think Embiid right now is, like, rightfully the betting favorite um, because of the voter fatigue. I'm also thinking that once James Harden gets into uniform, I think that team's going to be better than they were, you know, without him. So, I think a boost record-wise from playing with Harden, Philly rising up the standings a little bit. I actually think that's going to help Embiid I because do too. I do the too. narrative of his stats and that he's just had a really dominant season from a statistical perspective. I think that narrative's already set in stone. I don't think that's going to change with Harden. Um, and I just think if him and Jokic have you know pretty similar stats to what they do right now, I just think most people are going to go Embiid. You know, Jokic won it last year. I, I think people are going to give it to Embiid this year if it's you know a toss up.
1: I I mean I completely <clears throat> we're seeing that I mean I, I think that we knew that going into the season this is why you get this whiny this is why we're all so goddamn whiny because it's like we just don't get a fair shake like it just took it took like an act of God for Jokic to win last year like Embiid had to be physically removed from contention in order for people to be like alright fine we'll, we'll vote for this guy it's just the aesthetic it's like Jokic just will ever forever suffer from Poor aesthetics as far as basketball, like, uh, you know, I don't know, pundits are concerned. Like, he just doesn't look right to them. So, like, they'll just never be able to get over it. It's so silly,
2: man.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think what Jokic has in his back pocket for this is, look, the Nuggets have one of the easiest schedules over the rest of the season. They could pile up a a bunch of wins. They could go on a winning streak. Reinforcements with Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. could be on the way. Um and there's some pretty shocking stats with Jokic compared to Embiid like how does Nikola Jokic have a better defensive rating than Joel Embiid this season like obviously Joel Embiid's a better defender we know that but how are the Nuggets better defensively with Jokic on the floor than the 76ers are with Embiid on the floor See I don't I don't,
1: know. I don't even think that that's necessarily like just a fact that Embiid is a better defender than Jokic I think that Embiid is a better rim protector than Jokic and like that's what you generally uh you know grade centers off of but Jokic's positional defense and like his he just like gets in the way gets his hands up um and he doesn't like swat shots like Embiid or Gobert typically but like I mean it means something it's like meaningful that his defensive rating is where it is we've seen it in years and like he is it's been something he's worked on uh very clearly in off seasons and he just he moves his feet so much better he doesn't get cooked like he used to if you draw him out like it used to just be an automatic bucket if you could get Jokic switched out onto your point guard and then he could just run past him and make him look silly like Jokic has like really applied his you know, high IQ basketball approach to the defensive end and you can it just it's paid so many dividends. Like I he he's a legitimately plus defender in this league. He's a really good defender.
2: I also Oh don't absolutely think, I also don't think he can be oversold like, you know, defense is so hard to quantify and that's why there's so many of these different advanced analytical ratings trying to do it. And Jokic is, is really good at getting those steals in really totally. opportune moments. Like I think his timing is undersold because he tends to have his biggest defensive possessions when he needs to. Totally. And that is so, so, so valuable. Yeah.
1: Game Three game-winning blocks, for God's sake. Three
2: of them.
0: Yeah, uh, I agree. I mean, Jokic's defense, it's gotten way better this season and last season, really. I mean, he's super underrated there. Um, but we'll see. It's funny. Jokic had a bit of a statement game last night. Although nobody would have been talking about it if Monte Morris' game winner didn't go in. It's it's pretty funny how that stuff works out. And B tonight against Giannis and the Bucks on ESPN. He's got a chance to to follow up with a statement game of his own. So, Be better. so we'll see. Also watching. March fourteenth in Philly. Nuggets take on the 76ers. That oh, is. Cool.
1: I wonder why. I, what, what do you think the reason Embiid won't play that game is?
0: <laughs> well, well, if you're thinking of a reason, <laughs> they're actually on a back-to-back.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that is tough. Well, we won't. We don't want to uh, put them out there and uh, risk injury. So probably going to miss that one again. That is tough. Too bad for all the Sixers
0: play in Orlando Sunday, March 13th, oh and God. then they host the Nuggets <laughs> Monday, March 14th. <laughs>
1: Yo, if they voluntarily sit and beat, I'm going to lose my mind. I'm going to lose my mind.
0: uh, That would be a great uh, (laughs) post-game lounge if they sit and beat for that game. Oh, my God, dude. I'm I'm
1: fully prepared to get canceled by the city of Philadelphia again. I will put out some fiery tweets. Again, again, (laughs) for the second time. For the second time, yes
0: all right let's hit a break we're gonna go over some of the top moments from this season so far so if you're in the chat list you know one or two of your favorite moments from this season so far and and we'll make sure to get to those two uh on the other side here if you guys haven't been able to watch nuggets and avalanche games this season we've got a solution evoca tv it's a totally new paradigm for tv delivery that is less expensive more efficient offers a superior picture than legacy providers as well. Of course, they also carry Altitude Sports and other national channels as well. Ivoca TV, it's available in Denver, Colorado Springs, Phoenix, Boise, and Twin Falls, Idaho. Uh, Evaka TV uses next-gen broadcast technology. It's a super vibrant and clear picture. It doesn't lag. It's not like some of those streaming services where you're picture can go in and out because it's like just connected to the internet. Evoca TV is super clear, super high quality. Most importantly, it has altitude sports as well. If you want to get Evaka TV, go to evaka.tv slash DNVR. It's only $25 per month. No contracts, no hidden fees. Price is locked in for two years. So evaka.tv slash DNVR only $25 per month. Also at DraftKings Sportsbook, Here's their latest offer for Hoops fans. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, is too good to pass up. Uh, New customers can bet just $1 on any team and get $150 in free bets if they win. It's that simple. DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also bet on NBA. Same game parlays if you're not a new user. So make sure to get in on those as well. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNVR. Bet just $1 on any NBA team. Get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code DNVR DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Must be 21 or older, card only, new customers only, minimum $5 deposit, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details, gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. I also gotta do a DraftKings sports book pick of the week here. Firing up my DraftKings app. What are we thinking?
1: We have no basketball to be- can you can you uh bet on the Rising Char- Stars challenge?
0: That's what I'm looking at here. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Let's see. Dude, the
1: most depraved act of, of gambling is always betting on uh exhibitions. That's the
0: favorite. I don't see it, but I know what my bet's gonna be for um MVP of the All Star game. It's MVP- Giannis. Yeah. He's an absolute lock. He is an absolute lock.
1: He uh yeah, he he wants it too. He always likes what you're right. Uh can I uh, the, another absolute lock? Jokic, sure. not the MVP of the uh, All-Star game. <laughs> A 1000% right. lock.
0: When LeBron picked Giannis in, first in the All-Star draft, he goes, "I'm picking the hardest playing player in All-Star game history." Yeah. And he's absolutely right. And Nico Jokic might be the like least hardest playing player in all-star <laughs> I game history.
1: I know. Don't you think, feel like Jokic would be happier if he got voted to the all-star game halftime performance? Like he would just be able to come out and like juggle or something. He'd be like way happier than having to actually play basketball. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: I think he's happy he's there, but he's he's not exactly going hard in the game. Yeah. Ja, I think John ja Morant's uh, a decent pick as well. That's a good it's point. Not yeah. bad. He, he's it's not definitely going to play hard. Yeah. All right, let's go into some of our favorite moments from the pre-All-Star break version or the pre-All-Star break uh, part of this Nuggets schedule. I'm going to start. I think the best moment from the season is not last night, unfortunately, although we'll get to last night, but it's Aaron Gordon's three to beat the Clippers in overtime when nico jokic had a 49 point triple double and delivered this ridiculous pass to aaron gordon's shooting pocket and ag nailed the three from the corner jokic. i mean Five of the this was freaking ridiculous t- look at that
1: unbelievable and like that that was so amazing too because i mean aaron gordon was probably of the players on the floor, the, the one you were least excited to take a game-winning three attempt. Um, but I don't know, man. I think that I, – I agree. I mean, obviously, that's an incredible moment. That was, like, fantastic. But there's – like, just the degree of difficulty of the pass itself. Like, there's so yeah. many factors that play into that. But last night – the, ga- the, the Nuggets led two times in that entire game. One was at 15 seconds and one was at zero seconds. And, like, if Monte doesn't make that shot, it's not like in that first example, like, they just go into another overtime. Like, they lose. They just lose yeah. the game. And all of that, like, furious comeback is for naught. Like, to me, the fact that they won the game last night was so, like, like <clears throat> it was just so far uh, away from what I thought was possible, it was just so unbelievable. Like the, I mean, they were just they. It didn't seem like they had any business winning that game. Like they never win in at. Or, I guess not Oracle. What is it now? Chase Center. Um, oh,
0: Chase Center. Like yeah. Fucking Chase. Center. Soul, soulless arena, <laughs> cursed place. I
1: can, what a terrible, terrible. Place. Yeah, you're right. I mean, they took a place like they took the heart of the NBA and just ripped it out and like totally. made it like a. a silicon valley version anyway yeah, uh tech
0: tech bros in there for <laughs> just riding
1: but last night was so like i it was just so unexpected like for me i think that was like the happiest i was based on the fact that i just was even like moments before sure we were gonna lose
0: no you're right i mean that entire game really even into that play you thought there was no chance the nuggets were winning no chance you know, until Jokic got the ball and I was like, oh, they actually were able to inbound the ball to him and yeah. like execute that. Then I thought, OK, you know, maybe there's a chance to win. That was the first time in the entire game, though. That- well, but
1: if Jokic hits the shot, they just tie. Right. Like I was like, OK, we're going to overtime. But then the fact that he kicked it out to Monte, who just drained it, like, I, I mean, I just lost my mind. Like, I actually I mean, that was so shocking to me. I was like not even emotionally prepared for it. You know what I mean? I was like – it was not like – I was kind of ready for it with the the Aaron Gordon for whatever reason. But last night they just were, – they were just never truly in the game until they somehow won
0: it. Yeah, you had no emotion because our emotions were entirely drained for the first 47 minutes and, five and 55 seconds of that game.
1: Yeah, and I, I wasted all of my like emotional currency on just being disappointed and disgusted. And then later on, I was like, man, I should have saved some emotional uh, currency for being excited and elated. Like, that would have been much much better used.
0: A great little note about that play. Monte, in his post-game interview with Chris Dempsey on the court, said that Jokic told him in the huddle, hey, man, if they double me, you got to be ready for the ball. And sure enough, that's exactly what happened. And he was ready. He God was damn. ready to shoot. Jokic delivered a perfect pass. It's as good as it gets, baby.
1: It. It's as good as it goddamn gets. A game-winning shot in the NBA is as good as it gets.
0: Yeah. Another best moment I, I've got from this season is Bones Highland against the Lakers. Like Bones has had a couple of these breakout games this season, but, I mean, the guy just murdered uh, the Lakers when the Nuggets just trounced them earlier this season I think he <laughs> said his career high in that game he was celebrating every May 3 I hope when Bones Highland is a 10-year veteran I hope he's still celebrating every three and just yelling at the crowd after every single one like he does right now it's just awesome but um I, oh he was God. so locked in this game
1: you see like when his form is I mean, like his form when he's like playing relaxed and playing in uh, in rhythm, like he's so smooth, like when, when he gets like choppy and jittery and like is trying to make cuts and like, I don't know, like it just his jump shot when it's when it's on and pure, it's like there's just like not a lot of movement to it. It's so interesting to me. Um, seeing him oh god that spin too god damn with that spin i forgot about that that's so beautiful yeah. i love it with what with bones does well like it just makes my heart smile it just makes me feel like uh you know the good times are here to stay in denver like our our young core gets keeps keeping its own young core which keeps getting its own young core like tim
0: conley the goat baby this year has been such a slog can you imagine if we didn't have just Bones, High, Bones Highland's joy and his spirit and his energy? This year would be so much worse. Oh, my God.
1: If we just had a team of, like, Austin Riverses, like, everyone's just, like, yeah. <laughs> bummed out, like, heavy all the time. You know, that's, like, what it was for the the last couple of years for the Trailblazers. Like, just it just felt, like, heavy when you played those dudes. Like, there just wasn't that spark of joy. They didn't have that, like, hope for the future. They knew they had, like reached their maximum potential and it just like wasn't good enough. Not us, baby. That we don't we don't suffer from that. Also, yeah. LN, this is not my kitchen. This is the producer booth here at the office.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bones Bones has just injected so much life and energy into this season. I can't even imagine what it would be like if he wasn't here. Uh super glad he is. Also, what you were saying about his jump shot. I agree, man. He has such a soft jumper. It is. I think that's how I'd describe it. Like, the motion is so fluid and effortless almost, no matter if he's at the three-point line or at the logo. Yes. He's got, like, the same soft, fluid motion. It's just easy. Yeah, and it's, like,
1: mostly push, but I think most of his action comes from his wrist, which is, like, interesting. It's, like, most people have the two that are connected a little bit more, you get a lot of the, out of the elbows, but that's like, not him. It's like, it's like, so, I mean, there's so many different ways to do anything, but it's interesting to see like how he's grown up, uh, and taught himself, presumably like this jumper. And like, he's just per- perfected it, hooping it up all over, uh, Baltimore. <laughs> Delaware. Yeah.
0: We'll Delaware. Mean... That's
1: right. <laughs> uh,
0: the other moment I thought about, and gave to Kale here for the highlights is Jokic just three blocks? I mean, three game-winning blocks, so and wild. we're only at the All-Star break. I think he had one last season against uh, Zion Williamson a- and the Pelicans, and that I game think that was this only- year. That was last year. That oh. was last year. Uh, because you-, you go back and look, and it's in like an empty arena, and you're like, oh, oh okay. that's- I think that's from last year. But um, against the Rockets. Against the Warriors in that that first win in Chase Center, which was another incredible win, where Denver just didn't have anybody in that game and somehow got the W. And then this one, where he just comes from the other side of the paint to block OG Ananobi on that game winner, who was wide open, by the way. Just uh, ridiculous.
1: Dude, the wildest thing about this is, what, there's three game winners? I I feel like he probably has, like, four blocks total this year. (laughs) Three of them for game winners. I don't know what it is that gets into him at that exact, like, that last moment. He, like, really goes for it. I don't know what it is that he, like, does not go for blocks at all, typically. Like, it's just not his game. Normally, he just raises both hands up, and he acts more like a fence than, you know, somebody trying to block it. But, like, he's got it in there, man. He, uh he – I just don't know why that's, like, not really part of his game. It's, like, so awesome to see when he does it. It's always, like, so unexpected, too. When Jokic
0: blocks a shot, I, like, get so hyped. Yeah. I think it might have been you who mentioned it maybe after this Raptors game. But at the end of a game, there's, like, no option of what to do. Like, if you're OG and Anobi there, you have to go up and, and shoot yeah. that. You know, if you're – I forget who was driving the ball for the Warriors on that play. Your only choice – is to shoot the ball in that situation. So I, maybe with Jokic, he's like, oh, I, I know he's going to shoot it. It's the only thing he can do right here. I, yeah. I just got to block it.
1: There's definitely that. But there's also, like, I feel like normally during the flow of a game, like, I think he, he just is nervous about taking fouls. Um, yeah. So he's, like, not likely to swing his arms, you know. So he just sort of, like, goes for that up and down motion. Um, but you're right. Like, when there's just no other option, like, he knows for a fact, like, OG is either going to shoot it right now, or the game's going to be over. So, the timing works out for itself. Uh, incredible, dude! Incredible! This guy, like, what? What else is like? What else could we possibly ask for him? What else could a MVP voter possibly ask of an MVP candidate before they would vote them into the top five? <laughs> no,
0: five guys are better. Five guys have been better this season. <laughs> The other one I just thought, thought about was the Nuggets five-game winning streak. When I introduced Nuggets 2.0 to the world, and we really thought <laughs> we had something, and then that you, went away. You did
2: Nuggets 2.0. Last season, Eric did Smuggets. I'm banning both of you from making nicknames moving
0: forward.
1: To, nope, that's definitely not going to happen. We are, <laughs> we are going to say whatever the hell we want all the time.
0: <laughs> I mean, Nuggets 2.0, it culminated with that – ridiculous win in milwaukee that's arguably the best win of the season also where it's true denver just trounced the bucks and Giannis, and
2: the lakers win was in that streak too wasn't it the big uh, lakers yeah yeah where it was yeah. part of that 10 10 or 12 game 10 of 12 streak or whatever so yep you're right it did feel very nuggets 2.0 ask
1: it is, dude. We are Nuggets 2.0. We we the only thing now is that we've upgraded again. dude. We might be Nuggets
0: 2.5. I don't want to jinx it. I oh don't boy. want to jinx it. Oh no. But coming out of the All-Star break, have you seen the Nuggets schedule? Have you no. seen no. their first 6 games out of the All-Star break? No. Let, let me just list them off for you. At Sacramento Versus Sacramento at home. A home and home against the Sacramento Kings to kick things off after the break. At Portland versus Oklahoma City, versus Houston, versus New Orleans. Wow.
1: That's incredible.
0: Man, and that's if they, six games where they're gonna be pretty heavy favorites in and they come won out of the break.
2: Three of their last four going into the break. Yeah, we're we're
0: they've we're won five right out now. of their last six coming into the break.
2: How many
1: are, are we two in a row now or three in a row?
0: Three in a row. Toronto, Orlando, Golden State. Three in a row, and that's the six coming out
2: of the break when they're going to be rested, and then they possibly get Jamal back? Oh,
0: man. Yeah. So I don't want to jinx it, but Nuggets 3.0? Maybe? (laughs) Maybe? Oh
1: my god, dude. Yeah, if Sacramento ruins our lives again and Sean Holmes like goes off for like ten or twelve of those push shots. I'm just gonna totally could. I'm just I'm just done at that point. I'm just gonna move on with my life. You guys will never hear
0: from me again. They totally could. All right, let's hit another break. We'll wrap up on the other side here. Uh guys, make sure to pick up some Breck Brew Seltzers this weekend. If you're in the area, stop into the DNVR bar. Uh, this weekend we've got Breck Brew seltzers stocked in the fridge. Great flavors. I'd recommend the peach. It's my favorite flavor. Uh, so if you're in the area, stop into the DMVR bar. We've got those. If you're not in the area, that's okay. You can still pick up Breck Brew seltzers at your local liquor store. Sometimes your local grocery store has them. If you don't know where to pick them up, check out the Breck Brew beer locator. You just type in your zip code, type in your address. It will show you where the closest place to get breck brews is so uh, make sure to pick up some breck brews this weekend the official beer of dnvr also chevalier mortgage look if you've got questions about taking out a mortgage if you've got questions about just that whole process of buying a house it's really complicated it can be stressful mike and virginia chevalier they've been in the mortgage business forever They know all the ins and outs. They can make a really complicated process super, super easy for you. They know how stressful it is to buy a house right now, uh, but they can help alleviate a lot of that stress and make that process way easier for you. So visit them at dnvrmortgage.com. Get set up with a free consultation. Mike and Virginia Chevalier, they're great people. Like I said, they've been in the business forever. Uh, They're Denver people just like us. So uh, they know the market, they know the area. Hit them up today. Get set up with a free consultation at dnvrmortgage.com. Michael Chevalier, NMLS number 1931006. Virginia Chevalier, NMLS number 1910631. All right. Back here on the DNVR Nuggets podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Heading into the all-star break. Uh, D-line, you got any plans for... All-Star weekend. How are you going to enjoy this All-Star break away from the Nuggets?
1: Well, anytime there's not basketball, I just go into a medically induced coma. And then I just wait until basketball comes back and I have the doctors revive me because I, I really have nothing else going on in my life. There's nothing else really to look forward to. Uh, my friends and family have uh, really drifted away from me as uh, time has gone on so it's really just me and Nikola Jokic and without that i my life lacks purpose and i don't know what to do
0: <laughs> wow that's
2: sad. You're right D-Line, you're going to be so bored over the next 2 weeks i'm sure
1: yeah. i'm going to be living in a, i'm going to be living in a medical co- medical cocoon in a hospital uh, I have Michael Jackson's doctors on hand, and I'll just close my eyes, open them back up, and the Nuggets will be back ready to go on that 6 uh winning streak. I can't wait.
0: You mean you're not going to, like, South Beach, which is the uh, the default
1: um, oh, yeah, spot dude.
0: where every NBA player goes during we, the All-Star break? I thought
1: me and all the NBA bros went to Cancun. I thought, is Mexico out?
0: I yeah, one, two, I three, I mean, Cancun, Cancun, yeah. Is out. Cancun is where you went when you were making like NBA money of uh, <laughs> mid 2000s. Oh, but, I mean, South Beach is where it's where it's at now. So,
1: uh, yeah, Cancun doesn't glitter enough. Okay, so okay, so I'm going to get my Bugatti, go yep. to South Beach, hang out with AD on his crutches, his uh, diamond-encrusted crutches. It's going to be a good time. <laughs> You're right. I hadn't thought about this. That's what I'm doing. I'm going to South Beach. <laughs>
0: Oh man, I love it, Kale. You said we got a super chat or, or a couple of them to get to here. Thanks just for the super one, chats, yeah. guys. On a, um, on a non hell yeah, dude.
2: Show. I Jonathan Rossini, Monty smoking,
0: smoking that, that curry, curry pack
2: today. <laughs> it's, a great, it's a ten out of ten super chat, Jonathan.
1: That's a good one. That one was worth paying for. I my favorite is when people get super chats and they just put one word, yeet, or let's go or something those are my favorite super chats or the yeah. ones that just say super chat
0: super chat <laughs> i'll tell you he's gonna have a great all-star break though monte dude, morris
1: dude that man is gonna make so many goddamn connections and you're right because he just went out on a high note like he's gonna walk around and be like hey did you see my uh, game-winning shot against uh, Steph Curry and the golden state warriors and, and parlay that into some sort of lifelong c- political connection
0: He's got to make so many connections. Like, He's gonna yeah, make I wonder sense. if
2: that's right. what you call
0: him? Oh, I I wonder if Monte has like a quota of you know connections he has to make at at All Star Weekend just to you know keep his his network always always growing up. He's <laughs> yeah, got to keep making connections.
2: <laughs> what do we think, Bones? What is? What do we think the highlight of Bones All Star Weekend is going to be?
1: Oh, he's gonna hit eight three pointers in the rising star game.
0: Will he take a half quarter?
1: Not yes. Dude, and yeah, then he's, he's gonna called. talk and then he's gonna be interviewed in the in the uh after the game and he's gonna be like, Oh man, I just knew it was gonna be bottoms and and I'm gonna lose my <laughs> mind. It's gonna be then the best thing go. I've ever heard.
2: Mile High City, baby. <laughs> Mile High
0: City, baby. We're be like, dude, you're in Cleveland. Yeah,
1: we'll be like, but it doesn't matter. He takes it with him wherever he goes.
0: I'm well, a nugget. That, yeah. that was maybe low-key a moment I forgot to include in, in this pre-All-Star break look back. Bones getting the mic on opening night. And that's, it, it's it's honestly a pretty significant moment, I think. Who gets totally. the mic on opening night? And Bones got it. And he didn't even really like say anything nope. or or make Very a speech. Little. He just yelled "Mile High City" a couple
1: baby! times. Baby, Mile, Mile High, High City, City baby. baby. See, I um, I think it's the sing- It's like simultaneously the most impressive slash most confusing moment ever. Because you think, yes, he would plan something to say, but it's also possible that's all he planned on saying. Like he did. Yeah. It went exactly according to plan. It had. It was pure hype. No substance, all sizzle. I love it. Bones, you're my guy.
2: My favorite was two weeks ago when he got the mic again. And same thing. That's all he did. It's Mile High City, one, baby!
0: <laughs> <laughs> he just probably blocked out that moment. I know. I, know I would. I I well, know this- he, yeah, he has the Mile High City call and then proceeds to record a DNP CD. That be-
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's amazing. Dude, Bones is the best. He's just like the best. He's like so interesting. Like there's, see, oftentimes you find yourself rooting for a basketball team that's like full of like super uninteresting guys. Like you're like, all right, I guess it's me and you, uh, Nate Robinson or whatever, and you're just are, you're just like stuck with that, and there's just like no other option. But like when when the universe gives you like actual um, personalities like Nikola Jokic, Bones Highland, Jamal Murray, all these guys that like you actually want to succeed in life because they're cool people and like the second benefit is that if they do well you feel like you've also accomplished something
0: yeah god bless yeah nuggets certainly do have a lot of great personalities on this roster it's part of what makes this team just like so fun to root for and so fun to cover you could if you're writing a book on the nuggets like you could have a chapter about so many different guys it's it's pretty awesome, I know. Pretty awesome. all right um you got anything else before we head out of here and, you, and like, further are, into the All-Star break? Well, talk to – like, where are you?
1: I mean, like, we've had, like, a really, you know, very up and down first half of the season. We knew that's what we were getting going into it. It's one thing to talk about it, another thing to live through it. Like, just kind of where are you mentally at this exact moment in time with the Denver Nuggets? Like,
0: um, Where am I mentally? I mean, I think – what the Nuggets have done at 33 and 25, six in the West, I feel like that's about as good as you could have hoped for. Mm-hmm. With how good the top of the West is, I don't know if I saw Phoenix, Golden State, and Memphis being this good. I thought they'd all, you know, th- those teams would definitely you know, be maybe in the top four of the West, but I don't know if I saw them, you know, being this good. Out of the gate. I mean, Memphis, the third seed in the West, would be the number one seed in the East right now. Those three teams have been so, so elite. So, you know, where Denver is right now, I think they're in a really good spot. I just don't know. And thank God this all star break came at the right time because I wasn't sure how much longer Nikol Jokic could do this for. And that seems incredibly silly to say because it seemed like he was at the end of his rope leading into the break and then just delivered an all-time game against the warriors, but he's just got so much responsibility. I don't, I don't know how much longer he can do it. The good thing is you have the break and then, you know, it's just waiting season for a Jamal Murray and Michael Porter jr. Return. Um, and if those two come back and, and look like they can contribute, I really think the window's open. I think the Nuggets do have a chance to make a deep playoff run. I really think they do.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for me it's like this is the first season in I believe the Jokic era and certainly the Michael Malone era where we have we're we're not going to get better this season. This is the first season where we are we are going to most assuredly take a step back as far as record is concerned. And so it's like a it's interesting because it's very easy to point to the future when things are on the rise, when you're developing, when you're a young team that's coming into its own. Uh and we know the reasons obviously, but this season is has not been that. And so it's been interesting for me to sort of see like how the fan base has been reacting to disappointment and you know maybe not meeting expectations that probably shouldn't have been there um, it certainly shouldn't have been there yeah. knowing who we had out at the beginning but it again it's like one thing to say it and it's another thing to live through it like to be like okay well I know that the Nuggets will probably be better later but like this feels really shitty right now because I keep losing games and it's not fun to watch and you know you sort of like lose your zest for the squad when uh, when t- times turn a little rough that being said like you know this that I loved what I saw last night like it was so encouraging to me that it was a game that more than anything like probably doesn't mean a whole lot in uh, in the macro sense but just showing that the guys that are left on the on the roster like still have that fight and still have that resolve and they all have as many excuses they want to turn to roster wise as to why they're not able to achieve the heights they were in the the previous season so um just seeing like that that's there and just imagining adding like the attitude of jamal murray and like the sublime shooting of michael porter jr and all of the things that we know to be true that we've been all been waiting for to like come to full fruition it's like it like gets me really excited i'm just so happy we've gotten through this first half of the goddamn season it hasn't been a complete train wreck
0: yeah we've definitely made it through the toughest part And you have sensed this season, I think, more frustration than ever from us at times, from Nuggets fans at times. And I think there's two parts of that. One is expectations on this team have just been raised. And that's because they have the MVP, the best player in the NBA, and because they've, you know, made somewhat of a run in the playoffs the last couple seasons. You know, I mean, there's just so much expectation on this team right now, way more you know th- than there's ever been uh, at, any, at any point going back to like 2009, 2010, when, you know, none of these guys were even close to no, the league. Not even um, close. So there's there just so much expectation. But then another part of the frustration, I think, has just been every game or most games just follow a pretty familiar script. Jokic balls out. Yep. Looks incredible. Doesn't get enough help. And talking about that after every game, it's taxing and it weighs on you. But hopefully, we don't have to do that for much longer yeah we, I
2: mean, we haven't even had to lately since boogie's been in the lineup the bench has been like a minus two and as eric likes to say a minus two from the bench is actually a plus eight that's a plus yeah. eight yeah the,
1: the the bench comes into the game at minus 10 just to start the game and if they are able to play even it's a plus eight. It's a, that's a plus 10 if they are down yeah. two it's a plus eight uh, yes, the thing about this goddamn first part of the season is like everything has had to go perfect every game, perfectly every game. Their margin of error is so slim. Michael Malone has been, you know, saddled with a very strange roster trying to find out like who to f- put in where, uh, you know, the the Faku-Bones uh, situation has been sort of like con- confounding all season long. But Bones has been out, COVID has been a a whole part of it i mean we'll never see it the last three years like each of these three years has been different but each has been completely unique and we'll, each three of these years will never be replicated again in the nba like they're the most anomalous the most bizarre there's like so many things outside of basketball that has been affecting what's happening on the court every single night yep. and it's so fucking frustrating but like i'm so proud of us as a fan base like we've we've uh, you know for the most part like Everybody's kind of stuck with it and like stayed along for the ride. We see the same people in the chats every night. We see, you know, the same kind of numbers downloading and, and even increasing, which is amazing because the Nuggets have been so frustrating. And um, I just, I just love that Nikola Jokic can be the foundation of so many people finding joy together in what can be like a very dark and, and scary world. So kudos to
0: all of you. Yes, yes, absolutely. Uh, Yeah, Bones is going to the Rising Stars game. Let's freaking go, dude. Friday. Tomorrow. Tomorrow, wow. At All-Star Weekend. Just like that. Yeah. Uh, I think that's all we got for today. Thanks for hanging out with us, guys. Fun show, looking back on this season and assessing the MVP race. Uh, We'll see what happens over the final couple months of the season. I know what's going to
1: happen. We're going to whine about it. That's what's
0: going to (laughs) happen. All right. Uh, Throw a thumbs up. If you guys haven't and you're enjoying the show, talk to you guys later. Let's go. Guys, if you're looking for a really good alternate to traditional coffee, check out StravaCraftCoffee.com. There you can purchase some StravaCraft coffee, the CBD infused coffee that's really changing lives. CBD can lead to less neck pain, back pain. It can help you with arthritis, IBS, Aches and pains, migraines. CBD has been proven to help with a lot of that stuff. And StravaCraft coffee just tastes really good as well. So go to StravaCraftCoffee.com. If you're a first time customer, use the code DNVR25. You're going to save 25% off your purchase of StravaCraft coffee. You can also get a StravaCraft coffee subscription. Get your coffee delivered to you. You can get that at StravaCraftCoffee.com. If you're a returning StravaCraft coffee customer, make sure to use the code DNVR20. For 20% off your purchase from StravaCraftCoffee.com every single time.